Hello, it's Dawn, and this is Dawnversations. I'm so happy to have you here. We talk about anything and everything. It's just a potpourri of topics, and that's just the way I like it. If you like surprises and you like variety, this is the show for you. Let's go. There's so many people from my family, from my culture, my um, upbringing that aren't able to speak speak out. They're not able to share their voice. And I'm like, well, now, like, what's the excuse? We can do it. We have the resources. Why don't we share our truth, essentially? Welcome to another episode of Conversations. Today we have Aura. Hello and welcome and thank you so much for being on my show today. Thanks Dawn. I'm so I'm I'm actually super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So um I came across you on a podcast page because you um wanted to be a guest but you also have your own podcast, The Fierce Feminine Rising, Fine Tune Your Emotional Superpower. And I was like I have got to talk to this woman. <laughs> so what made you start your podcast like um did you have a lot of girlfriends or peers that you felt like this was a a hole that needed to be filled or what made you do this podcast to begin with a great question and actually full disclosure when I started the podcast in March this year 2023 I actually originally named it a million questions about life and human behavior which is such a mouthful number one (laughs) I think like I think that gives an indication of where my head was at at that time like so much was going on for me at the time and it was such a stressful period um and I was experiencing a lot of burden and stress Honestly, my whole well-being, I was going to say mentally, but I feel like all of my well-being, emotionally, physically, all of that um, at that time. And I'm someone who's grown up like I say grown up. I'm in my 30s. I'm not a baby baby, but I I am in my (laughs) 30s. So I have grown up like watching YouTubers, for example, and connecting with um, content creators. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I should like go through documenting my journey because I was like I want to be successful like I'm tired and just fed up I was like I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired Um, I'm tired of complaining about work I'm tired of complaining about my health I'm tired of saying I'm physically unfit but not exercising not doing anything about it and I was kind of asking myself like okay so what sort of life do I want to have what kind of life am I aspiring to have and I was finding it challenging finding an image of the life I wanted to have. And I was like, but this is the thing, like a lot of success stories, you only hear about them when they have become successful. So I was like, I know, I'm just going to like talk about my experiences and also talk about what's helping my journey, um, my well-being. And I was like, let's just see where it takes me. So that's actually how I started the podcast. And then I can't remember at what point, but it was because I've got, um, I'm I'm a very spiritual person as well, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely elements of my spirituality that then inspired 
the name The Fierce Feminine Rising, but it started from a place of confusion. Like that was what inspired me to start the podcast. Gosh, that's so interesting because a lot of the times when people are going through I don't want to call it a crisis, but kind of like an identity type of crisis situation. Mm -hmm. They turn inward. They want to just like be a hermit and stay to themselves and try and sort it out. They don't grab a microphone. (laughs) Hello, I'm going through so much. I'm going to tell you. I mean, it's, it's a super vulnerable thing, you know, to put yourself out there. For one, you almost have to have like confidence of steel to put yourself out there and and face potential rejection. So really you were very brave to have done that in the middle of going through that. I I commend you. That's awesome. (laughs) I thank you. But again, like, so, I mean, like I said, I started the podcast in March, but when the start of like my full emotional breakdown was probably from, it started towards the end of last year, December to about March. So it wasn't in the height of it. It wasn't in the peak of it that I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And honestly, Dawn, like, I know it sounds, ridiculous and I've heard YouTubers say this and I kind of rolled my eyes when they said it but even in March I kind of saw it as like a journal for myself like Mm -hmm. I wasn't of course I was aware that yes people are going to listen to this (laughs) but also I was it was almost kind of like because I do daily journaling like writing as well but it was almost kind of like therapy for me at the time like just to kind of like talk out loud and like question things and I learned something that I think might be helpful to me and then talking about it out loud for other people to hear as well that's kind of how I saw it so I don't think I ever really paid attention to the fact that like eventually people would get to listen to this um I was like let's just go for it I have since like kind of rebranded based on like feedback I've been given because I mean Dawn I know you've had a couple of episodes recently but yeah Again, when I started out, like I did take down the earlier episodes, like it was a lot of rambling. So I think... yeah, well, there's nobody there to cut you off. And, you know, exactly. we're all our biggest fans. So it's like, wow, I sound brilliant. <laughs> People need to hear this. <laughs> I know. Like I got someone to, um, cause I was asked, I was, when I decided I wanted to take it seriously I actually reached out to a brand strategist and she did like a little bit of a market research I suppose or audience research and mm-hmm. she sent the she sent a couple of the episodes to some of her girlfriends and she was like can you take a listen and like she sounds really sweet but I don't even know what she's talking about <laughs> and I'm just like um okay Ouchie. <laughs> I know honestly so then I took all the episodes down and then literally just started all over again Well, that's okay too. I mean, that's what I was going to actually ask you is what have you learned about yourself in this process? I love that question. Thank you for asking that. And I have to say, I mean, a lot. So short answer, I have learned so much. And actually I was talking about it because I've now started to um, invite guests onto my show, which is something I I wasn't doing before. But actually Mm -hmm. I was having this conversation with a guest the other day and saying to her that, like I said to you before, it almost feels like therapy because a lot of times I'm someone who's always in my head. I do a lot of research and I, I do my best to apply it to my practical life. But sometimes it works, sometimes it's like hit and miss. But I find like during these episodes, 
a lot of times, sometimes even challenges, I feel like, okay, I've overcome that issue. When I'm then speaking out loud, I have a lot of aha moments where I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that. So actually, yeah, I love that. <laughs> honestly, and I really like that. And I was saying this to the, to the guest. I was like, it kind of feels like therapy. And she's actually also a podcaster. So she's like, I know exactly what you mean. So <laughs> <laughs> I would say in terms of like what I've learned about myself, there's definitely a lot of reaffirming beliefs I had. It's really, really reaffirming my spirituality. And I think going back to your earlier point as to what made me start this, um, it didn't feel like there was like a bigger, wider purpose at the start, right? I was like, I'm just going to document my journey. But now I'm like, okay, like I can do more. I can, this can be a movement. This can be very purposeful. Mm -hmm. And so I've literally started to weave all of that. And I'm not, I'm not, I never took it seriously. I was going to say I'm taking it more seriously, but I'm now understanding that this can be a movement and I'm learning about myself that I never realized this, but um, being able to be vulnerable and being able to open up about my experiences can actually inspire other people. Yes, of course, because nobody's perfect and nobody wants to listen to somebody that thinks they're perfect. I know. <laughs> you know, it's like, how is that relatable at all? I don't want to see or hear people that think that they've made it. It's like, what is mm. that? What am I supposed to aspire to then? You know, I don't know. I, I understand a hundred percent what you're saying. It's, yeah. it's empowering to be given a platform where you can help where you can help one person or a hundred people or 5 million people, whatever, but to have a platform available so that you can do that. It's a very empowering feeling and it makes Absolutely. you feel important. Like, okay, I could actually make a difference here. I know. And that's, and I, I completely agree with you. And that's like, the more I'm progressing on the journey, the more, the more I'm starting to really resonate with that and starting to understand like it's now like I have mentioned a couple of times I am quite spiritual mm -hmm. but I'm now understanding like this is beyond me like although it may have felt coincidental which I also believe there's no such thing as coincidence right right yeah it may feel like serendipity but now I'm understanding like there was a reason for me to pick up that microphone there, there is a reason for me to share like you're saying and it goes beyond myself I'm starting to understand because now I think back on and I think of my mom's generation my grandma like generations before me I'm like they never had this opportunity like you said like where did you find that you could just pick up a microphone mm -hmm. <laughs> and have this platform and be able to share your voice like I'm like there's so many people from my family from my culture my um, upbringing that aren't able to speak speak out they're not able to share their voice and I'm like well, now, like, what's the excuse? Like, we can do it. We have the resources. So why don't, why don't we? Like, why don't we share our truth, essentially? Yeah, so what does your family... I know you, um, I've heard in your episodes that your sister and you are very close, but, like, yes. what do your, your parents are... What do they think about you doing this, getting on a <laughs> microphone and blasting stuff out there? What do they think? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so my <laughs> mom has no idea. I do. I'm not, I haven't got the best relationship with my okay. parents. Okay. Um, we are, I mean, we're in each other's lives, but we don't 
communicate that frequently to be honest so my mum is unaware of the podcast I feel like she'd be supportive like I don't think she'd she'd think it's a big deal if that makes sense Mm -hmm. but I don't know if she'd she'd relate to what I'm saying if I'm being honest with you yeah yeah no I 100% understand but yeah and also and also actually Dawn like you just reminded me I remember when I started out the podcast the last thing I wanted to do was share it with close circle I was like, I'm not sharing with anyone in my close circle. I was like, absolute strangers can listen. That's fine. I know. But I was like, I don't want to share with my family and friends. (laughs) Why do you think that is? Like, let's talk about it. Why do you think that is? I mean. I I, I will throw an episode out there and I'll think, you know, Mm. oh, I hope I help, you know, Jane Doe out there. And then I'll hear from some some random relative like, (laughs) oh, I listened today. And it's like my heart goes right into my throat. It's like, oh, my God, what did I say? How did I sound? Are they going to look at me weird when we have a family Mm. reunion? (laughs) You know, it's just it's very vulnerable when you know that people that know you and where you've come from. Yeah, are listening, you know, because yeah. we all change. I know. Well, that's the thing as well. And that, like, yes, she's my mom. She birthed me. And we, I mean, we, the relationship has been up and down. But like, to your point, I do question how much she knows me now in this phase of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and same goes for family as well. Like, like you mentioned, I, I am super close with my sisters. And there's like one of my older sisters where we talk literally every day. So she knows me in and out. But and she also I mean, she was I think I did my first episode in her flat, actually. So she was <laughs> the first person to know this was happening. But the rest of the family, I'm just like yeah I'm like I don't know if they know this version of me I don't know if they um yeah so it just it feels weird (laughs) that's the only way I can describe it like knowing they're going to listen right and and it's in a weird feeling too just to think that you know you're you're doing your you feel like you're doing a service for the public you know if you're Mm. putting out information that you think people can and that somebody some random person across the world is driving to work and your voice is in their car talking to them you know it's just like oh my god that's so crazy but when you're doing it it doesn't feel like that it's just like you know air it no big deal and then it's like oh my gosh somebody in you know india listen to what do they think what do they think about somebody from Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Honestly, because even like you mentioned earlier, um, we met on, in that group. Mm-hmm. And when you had sent that message, when I was like, I'm looking to be a guest or find a guest, and you sent me the message. And like the first conversation we had, I didn't even think to ask where your location was. Right. And then you were like, where, where are you located, by the way? And I was like, I'm in London. And you're like, I'm in Nebraska. And I'm like... <laughs> That's quite cool when you think about it, honestly. Yes, yes, I know. So uh, to bring it full circle, when we talk about like why we started our podcast, you know, the whole reason why we got into it and whatever, for me, I have guests on that have information that I want to know, almost like um, a selfish, cheap therapy, you know, where I can like talk to people and be like, let me pick your brain for a half an hour. But I have met so many interesting people. Like if nothing, if I have helped someone out there, that is just cherry on top of the Sunday, mm. but it's just all the wonderful people I have met from all over the world and how 
everybody's stories and their backgrounds. I know you're into people because um, you're an HR and you love psychology. <laughs> like I eat that stuff up. So it's just so cool to meet all these people from all over the world and know that we are so like-minded. We all deal with the same struggles of self-esteem and self-worth and you know, yeah. if we fit in. It's just, it makes us feel connected. I agree. And this is the thing as well, like, letting people know we're not alone and that's how I see the fierce feminine rising growing like growing into a community like you mentioned because I am a, I am a people person um even if I started to convince myself at one point that I wasn't just because <laughs> my HR career has not been the right it's not been the most exciting like it's always been like dealing with the negative side of the people right. people yeah. um people at work exactly a lot to the complaints and then like feeling like HR was just never proactive enough and like at the end of the day HR is hired by the organization and you're going to do what the organization tells you to do so also just starting to have that battle that like at the end like I didn't feel I was um given as much of a positive impact as I would have liked to in in the sense of really prioritizing employee well-being and also like a lot of companies talk about diversity equity and like oh we need to elevate the status of women in the workplace and I'm like okay so what are we doing about it I don't know and then it's like a whole tick box exercise but now having this platform and being able to like talk about things I would have liked to talk about in the workplace and um, encourage women like I would have liked to openly mm -hmm. encourage women like I would have liked to without being told oh you've got favorites like certain things like that I'm really enjoying um, on the people side of things and also feeling like feeling part of a community like even speaking to someone like you and knowing that we have a similar interest and similar to you like it is kind of cheap therapy like just yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting to have a conversation with these amazing people and seeing elements of myself in other people like we're very different individuals, but then we have a conversation. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so bubbly and she's so lovely. And she's wanting to, she's want, she's hoping she can inspire at least one person out there. I'm like, I'm hoping I can inspire at least one person out there. Right. And I find it so sweet that I'm able to see myself in other people when I speak to other people. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a good feeling. It really is. When Okay, so you have the Fierce Feminine Rising and then it's fine-tune your emotional superpower. So what yes. is your emotional superpower? I love it. So um, I love that you noticed it because a lot of people just notice the Fierce Feminine Rising and they don't notice the little <laughs> writing under yeah. that says fine to you. So I'm, 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 I'm happy you noticed it. Um, so when I talk about the emotional superpower, it's talking about the fact that growing up, I would say I, I, I don't think I grew up in the most emotionally mature environment. And because of that, I know my parents raised me the best way they believed they could at the time. But mm -hmm. nonetheless, the, the impact of that means that I never really learned how to regulate my emotions. I never really learned how to deal with my fears and my insecurities, for example, in a healthier way. So now my emotional, like 
my emotional superpower is being able to sit with my fears and being able to take action in spite of my fear. And this is what I'm hoping that I can inspire other women to do. And my emotional superpower now is actually welcoming more of what I designed in my life and taking taking life with ease, right? Like daring to dream about like the kind of life that I know is possible where a long time ago, I would never have imagined that. And this is all by learning to just regulate my emotion, learning to know that it's okay to be afraid. And honestly, like if you're asked, like if you say, all right, what's your number one emotional superpower? It's knowing it's okay to be afraid, but then making the commitment to take action in spite of that fear. Yeah, do it anyway. Exactly. Yeah, because I've heard so many people say that they were going to wait to do a podcast until they had it perfect. And I'm like, when is that day? Because I'm like 150 <laughs> episodes in and not well, one this of them is the has thing, ever been though. perfect. <laughs> Honestly, so I actually joined a couple of like podcast networks because the irony was at the start, I was like, I want to be committed. And I've been working on my self-discipline. I've been working on my willpower, on my level of commitment. But I was like, I think, like it will help if I have like an accountability group. So I joined quite a, uh, I joined a couple of podcast groups, hoping that I'd mingle with other podcasts. This is all virtual, by the way, hoping right. I'd mingle with all of them. And we would, we would be able to like encourage each other to post regularly. And it's now, like you said, I'm how many months in and I know quite a handful of them who still haven't recorded episode one. And, and every and month. I was like, what are you doing? I know. <laughs> like monthly. We do monthly meetups. And it's still like, how? so how do you start a podcast? And my answer every single month is just start. Yes. Because <laughs> like you said, you can go back and, and um, delete episodes exactly. if you're really not comfortable with what how it ended up, which all of mine are still out there. I think I have deleted a couple um, but yeah, I, I totally get why you did that. You know, it's like you mm. throw it out there and then it's like, it kind of makes you cringe. Maybe like three months later, you're like, Ooh, I'm a little bit more polished now. I guess if somebody was going to get a first impression, I wouldn't want it to be that one. So, I mean, I get it, but there is no perfect time to start. There is no perfect time to face your fears. It's you just exactly. have to do it and just hope for the best. <laughs> exactly, but I but I think this is the this is a misconception that a lot of people have, and I'm hoping that when people do listen to the to the episodes I share, they can take that lesson away. That I think a lot of us are under the understanding that when you see someone like Dawn have her podcast. Con like consistently put out episodes it's because she's just like not scared it's because like she just has no care in the world but that's not the case right you know that's not the case right and right me as well it's like I know that's not the case like sometimes I question and sometimes I look at me for example I deleted episodes later because I was like okay yeah um maybe I should restructure it but the difference between myself, you, and other people who are yet to start is that we just started regardless of like yeah. the doubts and the questions we had in our head. We're like, you know what? We're just going to go for it and like see what happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you can always delete. It's not out there. Exactly. It's not live. 
thank God. <laughs> <I> know, right? <laughs> or video. I can't bring myself to do that. But okay. Um, Ooh, oh, uh, maybe, do we, do we want to tempt you? <laughs> I like how you try to skip over it really quickly. <laughs> we, remember I mentioned to you that I'm going to start doing videos in the new year. <laughs> yeah, I know. And kudos. I, I've done um, I've done videos for my social media just saying, hey, I've got a podcast coming out about blah, blah, blah. They're very quick. Um, if I don't like them, I snag them back or, you know, I delete the heck out of them as soon as I can. Um, but to actually have a podcast episode, I don't know how to do the video editing. Um, I'm okay with the sound editing. I don't know how to do video editing. I don't want to invest in a bunch of, of the equipment and all that stuff. If I end up not liking it and I just like it like this, I like, I love interacting with people because I'm a former hairstylist. So I would always look in the mirror and talk to the people the whole time, yeah, you know, I was I doing their hair. Mentioned. So yeah. I'm, I love that feeling. I just don't know if I want to do that because <laughs> people are mean. People are mean. I don't want somebody to be like, wow, drop 10 pounds before you come on again. I will go I in a closet and cry. <laughs> but this is the thing, Dawn. I, could, I absolutely hear you, but I'm going to like play back what you said earlier, that at least like, Yes, we know that the internet can be very mean. They can be very brutal and savage. But just think about it. Like, if it if you can at least inspire one person out there, like, why not put yourself on more platforms? Because I did think, similar to you, I'm so comfortable. Like, the amount of times I've recorded my episodes, because I'm, I'm also audio-only at the moment, mm. I've recorded my episodes in my pajamas, like, hair, messy, bed hair. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I love this. Like, this yes. is good to go. But I did think to myself, of course, it that opens up more opportunities, like, going onto YouTube, a platform like YouTube. But also, I did think, like, but then I'd be able to reach more people. And that, that's how I started to see it. Because I know yours is, um, you also do YouTube as well. But you, I think you mentioned that you just put like a, a picture yep. and mm -hmm. have the audio playing. Yes, but exactly. I feel like, I mean, maybe I it just leaves a bit of mystery. But I was like, I'd love to see your face as well as your personality. Yeah. I'm just saying, no pressure. Yeah. I'm just no, saying. I know. People do say that all the time. And I maybe someday I'll surprise people, but because you have a lovely voice I absolutely love your voice and I was like I immediately I heard you I was like oh I'd love to see the face to go with that voice oh funny that's so thank you thank you um okay so what is a life analysis because <sighs> you Good can question. use it in all different parts of your life I heard and yes believe me I listen I listen and I get the little nuggets <laughs> and I write down every little nugget that stands out it's like I need to know about this but when you said you have done a life analysis in yes. different areas you did one about working yes. in HR and your job like what exactly. exactly does that involve so I wasn't expecting you definitely do listen <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to ask me that but so when I um, at the start, you may have noticed that first I was going to say my mental health was impacted and I was right. like, just my well-being in general. So when I talk about the life and life analysis, it's like you mentioned the different areas of life, right? Work, personal relate. I mean, it's typically um, your working relationships, your personal relationship, family, friends. And then, I mean, a lot of people and understandably so tend to kind of separate romantic relationships as well, because that takes up 
a lot of your time as well, right? Mm -hmm. um, and if you're a parent, for example, relationship with your kids, but with the life analysis, it's basically laying out um, all these areas of your life and then kind of in parallel, looking at your mental health, emotional, physical, spiritual. And now I started to include financial as well because I never really paid attention to my financial well-being. Mm -hmm. But it's I looking at these five elements of your life and also honestly I, I'd suggest like trying to spotlight just one area of your life because if you try and do all of it, it's gonna be too much. Yeah. But thinking about your well-being, the five elements of your well-being and areas of your life and ask yourself what's my current state? So let's pick work because I mostly, I mostly talk about work and reference work on my podcast. So it's like in my career at the moment, how am I currently feeling mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and financially? And you want to think about the thoughts that come up and then also the feelings that come up, the emotions that come up. And then it's like, well, how would I want to feel? So it's your current state versus your desired state. And I literally kind of mapped that out. A lot of my focus at back then, I definitely did my personal because I was going through a lot personally, but I also mapped out like career wise, what's my, what's like, what's, what's my current state and what is my desired state. And mm -hmm. going back to the emphasis is really starting to pinpoint like, what typical thought what typical thought patterns happen in that area of your life what typical feelings come up in those areas of your life why do you and then start to ask yourself like why do you feel that way what's causing it um and then i think even more importantly looking at the desired state and asking yourself how you can get there and once you've done that then take I would say about three action items from your desired state and commits to doing that basically. Okay. Yeah. And, and we all evolve. So the way that you set your goals for the age that you're at right now in your thirties is going to be a million times different when you're in your forties, you That's know, cause <laughs> you're, you change as a person and you, your what life you changes know, around like, you. I, I was just starting to feel like, I'm, <laughs> I was like, I've got the hang of it now. No, this thing no. called life. I know what I'm doing now. And now no. you tell me I'm going to wake up in five years time and be like, no, I don't have the hang of it. <laughs> <laughs> we're always progressing so you're always progressing you just want to be progressing in a positive way you know have a map yes. have a direction you know exactly i can't remember what book or where i heard it but it was something about a ship is going you know a certain direction it's aimed in that direction and you could pivot it just a teensy tiny bit and it could end up in a completely different country, you know, all the True. way on the other end. So it's like you got to have your goal. You have to set that goal and just face that goal and head towards it. Life is going to happen regardless. But um, yeah, you have to at least have a goal, a goal in mind, That's or your true. ship has no captain. It's just going everywhere, every direction, just going with the waves and you never know where you're going to end up. Exactly. And the thing like, so there's, I completely agree, but there's two things I'll add. So in my mid to late twenties, I would say I had lots of goals, but, and to be honest, back then I believed that that was my version of success. But now I start to find out it's like the so-called things I was told to tick box, like, oh, get engaged, get married, have kids. And I was 
And I was trying to tick those things and like, okay, tick, tick, tick. Now I'm going to be happy. Now I'm going to have it. And now I'm right. going to be happy. But I was like, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> I'm not feeling happy. I'm doing the things people are telling me to do, but I'm still not feeling happy. Right. Um, so, but now I know on reflection, it's half of those things weren't my version of success. It was what I was told looks like success. So I definitely agree having a direction, but also, and that like a part of the life analysis is also, and I say this to my clients, I'm like, when you're thinking about your desired state, like imagine you have a magic wand, like anything is possible. It's like literally whatever you imagine will happen and have that written down because I do find that yes I was I've always been goal oriented but in terms of the direction I was heading it was kind of like well I'm heading here because I was told I should head there not because I necessarily wanted to head in that direction and the second thing I was I would add is that now I reflect back on my mid to late 20s is I was very harsh to myself like I wasn't very accepting of myself and the thing is when things would go wrong I would I would beat myself up about it and then I'd self-sabotage and there was so many um um habits and behaviors that I was I didn't realize at the time but then I'd feel more I'd wallow more in my pity and I'd feel even more insecure like I said I was going to do this and I haven't accomplished it I'm a failure when really it's that I was setting unrealistic expectations unrealistic goals number two they weren't even what I wanted which is why I was struggling to get it anyway and then number three I wasn't really asking myself like at the end of the day, because I say this to people, and I know some people get really stressed when we talk about setting goals. I definitely agree. We at least have some sort of direction of where you're going and at least have like a sense of this is what I want to achieve. But what I'm really learning, because you asked me earlier as well, like what am I learning as I, as, as I grow my podcast, I know people have said this and it felt so cliche, but I'm learning to really enjoy the journey because at the end of the day, right, if you, for example, you're like, I want to grow my podcast to, I don't know, 100,000 downloads. Like, yes, it's now I'm understanding that in the past, like, I'd be like, I didn't get there. I'm a failure. Now I'm like, yeah, I've said that. And yes, I'd like to accomplish it. But I also want to learn to enjoy the moment. I want to be able to learn to enjoy this conversation with Dawn. I want to be able to enjoy recording it because what's the point of doing all of that and achieving that goal if I'm not enjoying it? So that's definitely like what I would add to that now in life phase of my life, at least. Yeah. And I think I heard along the way, just somebody say, remember your why why you got in it to begin with. And that is huge. I always have to remind myself of that. Like I didn't get in it to become famous. I didn't get in it to make a million dollars. I got in it because I thought it would be fun and I wanted to meet more people. And here I am. I'm having fun and I'm meeting all kinds of fun people. So, so tell people how they can find you. Oh yes, so guys, this is the bit where like I stumble. I'm like, I should have learned all my <laughs> all my socials before coming on. But I've now made it so much easier for myself and everyone. So I'm literally the fierce feminine rising across all platforms. So you can find me on Spotify, Apple, I'm on Instagram as well. Um, and I'm also on LinkedIn because I do stuff career related as well. 
And I do a coaching program that's specifically for helping ambitious women feel more fulfilled and purposeful in their um, professional lives. So you can find me on LinkedIn with my name, Ore Ajakaye. So that's O-R-E and then the surname A-J-A-K-A-I-Y-E. But on all other platforms, it's The Fierce Feminine Rising. Website is also www.thefiercefeminerising.com. So I've tried to make it easy. Yeah, no, you did. That's so, you did great. No stumbling at all. Um, but this has been so fun. I appreciate your time that we got a chance to finally talk. And um, so interesting. I will definitely put all the links in the show notes so people can find find your podcast and check you out. And thank you so much for taking the time to be on my show. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Dawn. And I I would love to, please, I'd love to invite you onto my podcast as well. I'd love to interview you on there because there's questions I wanted to ask you now and I'm like, I'll save it for the interview. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I love surprises. So you can just (laughs) let me be surprised. But yeah, I'd love to do that. That sounds like a blast. But uh, okay. Well, thank you so much and have a great day. I appreciate it. Thank you, Dawn. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.